Hello, I'm Arlo. And I'm Jackie. And this is a movie podcast. Um, Today, we are going to talk about our favorite movies of 2022 so far, because it's now June. Um, We did a few weeks off, um, and now we're back. And like last year, we're going to talk about our favorites of the year. I don't know about you, Jackie, but I haven't seen like a ton of movies, I guess. I don't even know what's like good and bad. (laughs) like what's a good number like not great um but how many of you how many movies from 2022 have you seen so far oh I didn't (laughs) have that ready um but on that note I feel like what movies have come out that I've seen so far have been pretty good I would say and Mm -hmm. I think they're holding out like because there's a lot which we'll talk about like movies that we can't wait to see that think are just gonna hit like fall until oscars and it's just gonna be like chaos like always yeah Yeah, that's true i've seen 18 films in 2022 nice so we're like the same i've seen 19 oh never mind it's counting some of my series oh so actually i've only seen 14 because i counted like a bunch of shows four shows oh but yeah so not too bad i mean I've only gone to the theater, I think, like a handful of times, maybe, but I'm hoping to go soon to see a movie I think that we'll probably mention later. But yeah, did you have anything else? I didn't do any honorable mentions just because, um, I don't know, we could be saying our whole list if we did. <laughs> um, I have three honorables because I just feel like a lot, there's like what I've seen, it's either not good or like kind of just like corny movies or then like pretty good movies so that's why I just because we're only doing our top five right yeah yeah so I have a few honorables if you let me say them (laughs) yeah yeah go ahead I I have my next I can just like mention my next three too um after you but yeah go ahead okay um so last night I watched x Mm. which there I think the content itself like gory type movies don't really scare me I think it's more like the ghost stuff that scares me (laughs) but um so this was like a slasher film but um the way that I think it's Ty West is the director the way he filmed it is just like random jump cut like it'll like cut to something then cut back and like it's just he really mm-hmm. builds suspense and that's why I was like oh my god this is pretty crazy and if you're scared of old people do not watch this movie <laughs> like you know like when there's like John like in horror movies sometimes um yeah just that's a little not really spoiler but just watch out <laughs> and yeah. then um Scream the new Scream I thought was pretty good obviously not as good as the first one but everyone like including me like compared to the ones that came after the original thought this was like a nice like refresh with like a newer cast um and then I said Dr. Strange I just said it's like an honorable because I feel like it wasn't that bad like I had a good like movie theater experience it's definitely not like the best Marvel movie but yeah those are good wait what was your second one that you said because I haven't seen X, but I've seen Multiverse. Scream. Oh, yeah. I still need to see all those after the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
for me, um, my like six, seven, and eight of my 2022 list. My first honorable mention is Fire Island, which is the new movie that came out, I guess, when this is released a week ago on Hulu. Um, I know you weren't a huge fan of it, but I really liked it. I thought it was really funny and I love Pride and Prejudice and it's kind of like a reimagining of that story, but with like a friend group. Mm-hmm. And I love, yeah, movies about friendship. My second one is Apollo 10 and a half colon a space age childhood. Uh, Richard Linklater's most recent movie that came out on Netflix. I don't know if like anybody's seen it, <laughs> but I loved it. It's in that like rotoscope style, like uh, waking life in a scanner darkly. It's really sweet. And it like takes place during like the space race of 69. And like, it's basically like his childhood mixed with like a little bit of like sci-fi fantasy type stuff. Um, and I love coming of age, obviously. So I like that a lot. Another coming of age. Um, my third honorable mention is Turning Red, the most recent Pixar movie that was released exclusively on Disney Plus. I feel like so many people have already seen it, so I won't talk too much about it. But yeah, I thought it was really cute and sweet. And yeah, once again, I love coming of age stuff. And I think it's targeted towards a more like adolescent audience, I guess, as opposed to like kids and like toddlers, which I thought was nice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can start with your number five and I feel like our lists are going to be pretty different, which is good. Okay. You think? (laughs) I think so. I feel like there wasn't that many movies that came out, but maybe. Um, Actually, like I'm looking at it now and I don't think you've seen some of these. Um, Okay. My number five is, I also like didn't really take notes because I just figured I'll just talk as I go. Yeah. Um, Is the new Batman directed by Matt Reeves. It has a 4.1 on Letterboxd. It probably is like the Dune of this year. Like everyone's seen it or is going to see it, especially because it's on HBO now. And that's how I watched it um, one rainy Saturday. (laughs) But yeah, it's, I thought it was all right. Like I always like the, the original series, like the series that we grew up with, the Christopher Nolan ones. Um, But yeah, I thought it was, it was decent and it was definitely like a different story the way they showed Batman. So I don't know. I definitely haven't seen that many movies this year. So. <laughs> yeah, you're like, it was all right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't love that movie. I thought I maybe would, but it's just like, yeah, it's very long um, and like dark and broody, which I can enjoy, but I don't know. I think they could have shaved like an hour off of it and I would have been all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I know people love it and I'm glad it's streaming finally. Or not finally, it was really soon, but like, I'm just glad it's streaming um my number five. Oh, i think and that's a good point i think only one of my movies isn't streaming or like not like wasn't originally a streaming movie which is saying something i guess about movies now <laughs> where we are my number five is the fallout directed by megan park um it's streaming on hbo max and it has a 3.7 on letterboxd um I'll read the little letterbox thing. In the wake of a school tragedy, Veda, Mia, and Quentin form a unique and dynamic bond as they navigate the never linear, often confusing journey to heal in a world that feels forever changed. So basically it's the aftermath. It focuses on like one character primarily and her family and friends um, in the aftermath of a school shooting. 
Um, it's like super intense, obviously, but I think it does a good job of like handling the topics with care. And I think you've seen this, Jackie, right? Yeah, but it's not coming up on Letterboxd is 2022 for me. I, think- I know when you Google it, it's different. So I guess I've seen more movies that probably aren't counting. Yeah, I was going based off like my my 2022 list, like because I did I would look up like oh it came out because I think it premiered I don't know where the hell it would have premiered but I think it was released like widely in the U.S. in mm-hmm. 2022. Well, I'll add it to my list, then. <laughs> but yes, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, um, and Jenna Ortega, who's like I think now in like everything, um, the new Scream movie that she's gonna be X. Wednesday Adams X, yeah. Um, she's in a lot and she's amazing I think in this movie and yeah I think people I mean obviously with everything that's going on in the world like people should tread lightly I guess before watching it Um, and it's definitely intense and emotional watch but I do think it's a good movie yeah Um, so yeah that's my number five what's your number four my number four is um, I want you back Directed by Jason <gasps> Orley, but it's, it's I on love that too. movie. No, it's not on my list, but I, I just love that, and I wish more people would see it. <laughs> yeah, um, it's or it has a three point three, which is really low on Letterbox. Um, it's just like a new rom com, and I love that Charlie Day and Jenny Slate are like in a rom com together, and mm. I really enjoyed it. I don't know, I lo- liked it a lot. It's on Prime. It came out on Prime. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's more to say about it. It's just like a nice rom-com and I love both of them. They're really funny. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's so underrated. I don't know why more people haven't seen it. I just, I guess, cause like, I I feel like I never saw any marketing for it. Maybe only on Prime, like the day it came out. And I was like, oh, I love Jenny Slate. So I'm just gonna watch it. And there was a yeah. whole like Little Shop of Horrors plot line going on, mm-hmm. which I loved. <laughs> it's just funny. Um, but yeah, that's a really good movie. I hope more mm-hmm. people watch it. Yeah, Jenny Sleep's awesome. And Charlie Day, he's pretty funny. Um, leading man in that movie. <laughs> Which I listened to his podcast, the Always Sunny podcast, and he was talking about it on there. Like once in a while, he'll say, like, well, I had to take my shirt off for the first time and things like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he's good at it. So, my number four, I feel like a couple of these are cheating because they're technically not out yet, but they'll be out soon. Um, my number four is Am I Okay, directed by Tignataro and Stephanie Allen. Um, it premiered at Sundance this year and will be available on HBO Max at some point later this year. So be on the lookout. Um, it currently has a 3.3 on Letterboxd, but only has like 2,000 views. Letterboxd description says, Lucy and Jane have been best friends for most of their lives and think they know everything there is to know about each other. But when Jane announces she's moving to London, Lucy reveals a long-held secret as Jane tries to help Lucy. Their friendship is thrown into chaos. It's one of, I think, two big Dakota Johnson movies that came out of Sundance. Um, and she's great in it. And, oh yeah, she's one of the leads. <laughs> I don't think I mentioned that. Um, Dakota Johnson. Um, I also love Tignataro, the comedian, and uh, her wife, Stephanie Allen, who are the directors. And that's why I was like looking forward to it and why I watched it um, at Sundance. But yeah, I think the performances are great and it's super heartwarming and also emotional. And I love movies about friendship and like aimless people in their like 20s and 30s. <laughs> so that's basically what it's about. But yeah, I really liked it. 
am I okay? So watch out for it on HBO Max. Um, my next one I saw in the theaters a few mm-hmm. months ago, like a month ago, I guess. Um, it is The Northman, directed by Robert Eggers. It's a 3.9 on Letterboxd. Also think it was like a pretty big theater movie this year. I don't know. I saw like a lot of articles that were saying the box office wasn't that good for how much it was it cost to make it but I feel like mm-hmm. it was pretty popular like it's I feel like it's almost still in the theaters I don't know or is it it's finally like I know it's on I think it's on Peacock like I think if you have like a premium subscription mm-hmm. I think it's on there I don't but you can finally that. run it now right but yeah I think it's available like online like VOD and stuff yeah um I guess if you haven't heard of it I can read the description but Prince Amleth is on the verge of becoming a man when his father is brutally murdered by his uncle who kidnaps the boy's mother. Two decades later, Amleth is now a Viking who's on a mission to save his mother, kill his uncle, and avenge his father. Um, the cast is insane. <laughs> it's like Alexander, Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, Anya Taylor-Joy, Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe. There's like so many people yeah. in it. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I love Robert Eggers' other films like The Lighthouse and The Witch. And now I'm just realizing he has the in this one too, The Northman. Is he doing oh, that yeah. on purpose? Uh- <laughs> yeah, I think. What's his next movie coming out? Doesn't he have something announced? I wonder if it's. Yeah. It's got. The- I thought it was like Nose for Rad too or something, oh. or that was like rumored. Oh, yeah, that might be it. Um, anyway, sorry. But yeah, his <laughs> movies are on the darker side. I feel like this one it was definitely really really gory but i don't know if it was like scary that much it was more just like a viking story and like Mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like if you don't love like medieval stuff like game of thrones and things like that like it might not be like the type of movie for you but overall i thought it it looked great yeah i still need to see it maybe i'll have to check well, I guess it's on Peacock, so maybe it won't be on anything else, but I'll have to see who, like, the distributor is if mm-hmm. it'll end up on, like, Showtime or Hulu or something. Yeah, I mean, if it's on pre- Peacock, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> That's the one that, like, that and, like, Paramount, well, I guess it'd be, like, a Paramount movie if it's on Paramount Plus, but I don't have those, so I get confused. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. I don't think to be honest you'll love this movie but i know you have to see it regardless but just saying yeah because yeah, i love the witch and then the lighthouse i was glad i got to see it in theaters because i was just like i'll just go see it and i liked it a decent amount not as much as the witch but yeah i'll just i'll see whatever he puts out eventually yeah my number three might be on your list this might be the one overlap that i was thinking um my number three is after yang directed by Jackie's nodding your head by <laughs> Koganada, which I realized recently after his A24 interview with Michelle Zahner from Japanese Breakfast is like an alias or like pen name and nobody I don't think anybody knows his real identity like what his <laughs> name is um, which is very interesting <laughs> anyway so after Yang is available to stream on Showtime because it is an A24 movie and most of their movies are on there it has a 3.9 on Letterboxd. I gave it, I think this is my first four and a half on my list, if I'm correct. Yeah. Um, I'll just read the little Letterboxd synopsis. 
When his young daughter's beloved companion, an android named Yang, malfunctions, Jake searches for a way to repair him. In the process, Jake discovers the life that has been passing in front of him, reconnecting with his wife and daughter across a distance he didn't know was there. Um, it's got a good cast. Colin Farrell and Jody Turner-Smith are the parents. Um, and also uh, Haley Lou Richardson, who starred in Koganata's other movie, Columbus, is in the movie as well. I loved Columbus after I didn't see it in theaters or anything. I probably saw it streaming somewhere or maybe rented it, but I loved Columbus um, and Coconut's movies are just so beautifully shot and like emotionally resonant. Um, and this movie really focuses on like grief and memories and just like humanity and like familial relationships in a super interesting way because it's like, I don't know, it's like futuristic, but also super like realistic at the same time. I don't know. Yeah, you can like, talk more about it because I think it's on your list too. Yeah, it's number one on my list. Oh, but, dang. Um, That's cool. Yeah, I watched it at Sundance. It didn't premiere at Sundance. It oh, premiered yeah. at, I want to say Cannes last year. I don't know. I can't remember. I anyway. Know. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> <laughs> it was available at Sundance. So I watched it at Sundance. Um, actually, I think the same day I watched another movie. That's on my list. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, you said, like, most of it, but I feel like it is set in the future, but it's, like, I don't know, I don't even want to say near future, because the way they, like, drive in those things and stuff are yeah. interesting, and yeah. the robots, but um, it's very, like, earthy, like, it's, like, set in the future, but it's not, like, the future you would think when it's, like, industrial and, like, tech and everything, like, it's more, like, mm natural i guess is the word it's like very low-key <laughs> yeah like yeah natural. like you wouldn't yeah. know if you didn't like know what was going on like you wouldn't think anything of it really mm-hmm. yeah but yeah it's so a good. story about grief it's sad it's nice at the same yeah. time but <laughs> yeah i just oh. really like it i don't know if it'll be my number one of the year because i have a feeling i'll see like i don't know one of the big movies will probably trump it because I do mm-hmm. like this movie, but I wasn't like in love. Like I think I gave it a four or four and a half. So um I'm interested to see if it'll stay there. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. Did you see Columbus? You did, right? Yeah, I didn't like yeah. love it. I think it was too slow for me. Yeah, it's a lot of like looking at buildings and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is I don't know, I guess my thing. Not really, but I like <laughs> Like random just say that's just like com- my thing like conversational but like driven things yeah um do you want me to do my number two just so you're not like sure. sitting through my last two okay so that was jackie's number one sorry to spoil um <laughs> but my number two is another sundance movie that i saw cha-cha real smooth directed by cooper rafe um on letterboxd it has a 4.0 right now and has like a little bit less than 5,000 views but those will definitely go up because it'll be streaming on Apple TV plus and have a limited theatrical release starting June 17th so I guess a week from today the day this episode's released so everyone check it out I think we've talked about it in the past but I loved Cooper Rape's first movie Shit House. he makes really good like late teens early mid 20 something coming of age movies um which i don't know how much coming of age it is but just because like, he's 
like our age. Yeah, right? he's like right around our like 24, 25. Um, which I'm love right now, I guess, because they're relatable, those types of movies. And Cooper Rafe also stars in the movie for those who may not be familiar. He like writes, directs, and stars. Um, Dakota Johnson, this is the other Sundance movie, is great in it. And Vanessa Burghart also um, is it, isn't it? I think this was her first film role. I watched like the QA after. Um, and they're both, so, they play mother daughter and they're so sweet in it. And yeah, I don't know. I don't want to say too much about it just because people should see it on Apple TV Plus next week. But yeah, another dialogue heavy movie that <laughs> I love. Yeah, I saw this at Sundance as well. Yeah. And didn't love. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Movies make me so anxious. I couldn't even finish Shit House. I was like, I can't watch this. Yeah. Do you think uh, it's because it's like too relatable and like real? It's too awkward. Like he oh, is so awkward yeah. in everything and it freaks me out. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's funny. Um, um, but yeah, yeah. He's so good. He's like, I don't know. He's inspired, just like inspiring, just like because you said he's like our age, which is yeah. wild. And the movies mm-hmm. look so good. <laughs> Um, my number two and my final, I guess, <laughs> is uh, Fresh, directed by Nimi Cave. It has a 3.5 on Letterboxd. It's on Hulu. I watched it at its premiere at Sundance. And I think before I even like saw the premiere, Hulu already bought it. So we already Ooh. knew it was going to come out like a month later. But yeah. I love Sebastian Stan, so I had to get it. <laughs> I was just explaining to you yesterday my experience. It had yeah. to be one of my favorite. And like, obviously, I wasn't at Sundance. It was virtual. And even though like I wasn't in the yeah. theater or anything, like it, it had to be like one of my favorite experiences <laughs> ever because like for Sundance, I don't really read too much into like the descriptions of the movies. And like sometimes there's not much about it because it's literally premiering at Sundance so I just knew Sebastian Stan and Daisy Edgar Jones was in it so I was like all right I'm sold (laughs) and I didn't look at like the genres or anything so I thought it was like a rom-com from like the (laughs) the screen pictures and spoiler alert it's not a (laughs) rom-com um like the first 30 minutes or so like it is a rom-com and then the something crazy happens and the title like the is that what the title scene is that what you call it like the credits drop like yeah title and the credits yeah yeah like fresh comes up on the screen I was like oh my me and my roommate looked at each other we're like oh my god we are in for a ride uh and the music's so freaking good in it and it's not like obviously gonna be the best movie of the year it's just like a fun entertaining movie that I thought was done really well and I was listening to the Q&A after of like the director and writer who were both like women and they were just explaining like how women have to like live like this yeah. like literally you're so anxious all the time and have to worry about this kind of stuff and I don't know I just love it and Sebastian Stan like he like posted his um um audition like a couple oh, oh my god weeks later after it came out and it's like him in the kitchen, like chopping things and like dancing to 80s music. <laughs> that was his audition video. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, he's scary in it. He's so good. And the music's so good. I like saved the soundtrack on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. It is good. I just watched it last night. Um, 
yeah i liked it a decent amount it was pretty good yeah the thing it like at the end it kind of got like i thought it got a little too much which i feel like it is hard to like sometimes close like have closure in a horror movie so i feel like sometimes it drags a little bit Um, i love the end i thought like i was kind of getting lost like in the middle i was just like okay and then i was like the last like 15 to 20 minutes i was like all right i love the end like i don't know i guess it's like the catharsis of the end of horror movies just because i get like so tense during them and then i'm Mm -hmm. just like okay this is good (laughs) um but yeah it's a good one and i yeah i wish i was like there to see you watching that because when i was watching it yesterday i was like I mean, I knew what it was. Like, I knew it wasn't a rom-com. And I was like, this is off-putting from, like, the beginning. Because she's, like, it's not really a spoiler. But she's, like, walking to her car. And you, like, she sees, like, a figure walking up to her. And it's just a guy with, like, a kid in his arms, eventually. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is already, like, (laughs) scary, kind of. But. And now, like, calling candy grapes are, like, going viral from it. and (laughs) Oh, Yeah. But it's kind of funny because like all I have to look now on I think I forgot to look on Letterboxd but like all of the reviews are like like flagged with like a spoiler Mm. just because like they're joke I think they're mostly jokes about the movie that like spoils something but I'll have to read them now that I've seen it but it's like it's all like this is blah like do you want to like move forward (laughs) like like all those like things um yeah but it was like I love going this is what our oh, only second Sundance now um I love like going to the reviews because you're like one of the first reviews yeah. and you, you can actually read all of them there's like 20 of them and they were just I'm I'm sure there's so many more now but like when I was on it I was like oh my god I'm here with these people like yeah <laughs> writing these reviews that are insane it was like it wasn't as bad at like gory and like I thought it was gonna be like insane but I don't know. It wasn't that bad, thankfully. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's scary. <laughs> um, so that was your number two, and your number one was after Yang. My number one is a movie you still need to see, but I think it's mm-hmm. probably everyone's number one, like every everywhere. Haha. <laughs> um, <laughs> but my number one is Everything Everywhere All at Once, and it's directed by Daniel Shiner and Daniel Kwan, aka the Daniels. It has a oh, it went it it drops by the day. It has a four point five on Letterboxd right now, and is number ten overall. I think last night it was number seven or eight, mm-hmm. so it's dropping. But I mean that's to be expected since it's like still in theaters. Um, it was number one when which is when it like. I think you have to wait until you have a certain amount of reviews logged for a certain movie, um, but it was number one for a time, but now it's number 10. I'll read the little letterboxed uh, synopsis. An aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in an, ins- in an insane in- adventure where she alone can save what's important to her by connecting with the lives she could have led in other universes. Um, so it's a multiverse movie um probably the best one of the year no shade to any other movies though (laughs) it's the only movie of the five that I saw in theaters like I mentioned earlier I'm obsessed with it like everyone else is and Michelle Yeoh is amazing and I really think she's my front runner for best actress (laughs) this year and the movie just like looks incredible and I really have no idea how they did it with just like all the different um like 
multiverses, I guess, that they go into and everything. It's just so wild that it's not like a like $200 million movie. Um, and it's all about like family. I really don't want to say too much because I kind of went in knowing like nothing about it. Um, but I love like the family relationship at the core of it and how the dynamics between each of them are explored. Um, and yeah, I wrote last night number seven overall on the box. So it dropped three places in like 24 hours. And I think it's still in theaters in most places. So everyone needs to see it. But it is A24, so it'll probably be on Showtime eventually. But it's... Yeah, I think it's like it's so good. available to rent or it's about to be. Oh, so I might probably. just do that. It's... Um, oh my God, it's amazing. I cried, yeah. I laughed a lot. It's so good. I guess that's it that's then. It. <laughs> um what are some movies that you're looking forward to um i have a list of five i won't go into detail just because we haven't seen them yet (laughs) um but i tried to stick to ones that like one of them is available right now but kind of ones that are coming in the coming like months um just not ones that i like missed um so i'm excited for crimes of the future i think i've decided i'm gonna see it in theaters i was scared but i heard it's not too bad and it's just like wild the new Cronenberg movie that is in theaters right now with like Kristen Stewart and Leah Sado Viggo Mortensen there's a bunch of people in it um don't worry darling I think we talked about it the Olivia Wilde movie with Florence Pugh and Harry Styles how it could be either really good or really bad <laughs> um I'm hoping it's really good and I like the trailer um so I'm excited for that one um marcel the shell with with shoes on speaking of jenny slate and she's also in everything everywhere which is funny um but i still need to see the original marcel the shell like shorts and stuff i've never watched it but i saw the trailer in theaters and i was crying so (laughs) i think i'll like that um thor love and thunder i just because i've seen all the other movies um and nope the new jordan peele movie Um, Mm. I had chills in the theater with that trailer, even though I've seen it like three times. So yeah, should be good. What are you excited for? Um, I have Barbie. I'm surprised you didn't say that. I think that's coming in 2023, isn't it? Whatever. I thought it's a 2022 (laughs) on Letterboxd. Oh, I thought it said July 2023. Um, this one's it's not going to be good, but The Gray Man, because I just need to see mm. Ryan Gosling in movies again. It's been like five years, so I'm excited for that. Um, Broker, that new movie with Song Kang Ho, um, Body Bodies Bodies, mm. that A24 movie, um, Babylon, which better come out this year, because oh, yeah. that's the Damien Chazelle movie, um, and then Everything Everywhere, which I mean, we're not really saying movies that are already <laughs> out, but I had to say that one because they probably would be my number one on my list. So yeah, it's so good. You'll have to let me know when you watch it. Yeah, bodies, bodies, bodies. I saw the trailer when I went. I just don't watch trailers a lot before like going to theaters. Um, and I saw that and I was like, oh, this looks interesting <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and wild. But yeah, those are good. Yeah, I think that's it. I don't have anything else. This was fun. Um, and I guess we should say that we're going on like, I don't know what we're going to call it, a hiatus. Sabbatical. Um, <laughs> yeah, we just won't be doing uh, episodes every other week for a while. Um, just because it's the summer and we're both really busy. 
but we will obviously still be watching movies all the time um and obviously Follow talking some letterbox <laughs> yeah and talking to each other um but yeah we're on letterbox i think it's just i don't even know what my name on there i think it's just my name yeah i think it is and, and then, I th- mine's jackie tam <laughs> oh <laughs> um so yeah if you do listen and like our opinions on movies you can follow us there if you don't already or on twitter or something um i don't know (laughs) personal twitters yeah so we'll be back eventually maybe we'll do something special in the future um but yeah thanks to whoever's listening out there you can still follow us we'll probably still like retweet and share random stuff maybe Mm -hmm. on the the social media um thanks to nick and steven for their music as always yeah thanks jackie this was <laughs> fun um and yeah we'll be it back it was a fun covid project <laughs> yeah yeah we started it yeah like summer it's been like probably almost two years to the day um mm-hmm. end of maybe end of june um but yeah this was fun <laughs> We'll sign off one last time for the time being. Um, I'm Marlo. <laughs> and I'm Jackie. And this was a movie podcast. Jackie, you want to do it with me? See, See ya! ya. <laughs> <laughs>